thank you for tuning back in. I am Maddie. And I'm Rose. And before we get started with today's little episode, I want to point out we have an Instagram account, we have a Facebook account, we have a YouTube account, and it's all with two packs in time. So today's little podcast, we are back to doing something light, something fun, something, you know, the thing we all love. Y'all know the thing, the thing, the thing, the thing, you know, the thing we always talk about, relationship, whatever. So we are back on Reddit um, because we have been doing a lot of sit downs and a lot of hard topics and you know, we just want to do something light, you know, something that does not involve a lot of our brain cells. And I feel like I am talking a lot. <laughs> but let's ask Rosine if I'm forgetting something, because I probably am. Forgetting something like what? I don't know. Nah, not that I know of. Okay. For the first story, former neighbor, 40 female, gave her number to my husband, 30 male. <laughs> mm, what is it mm. <laughs> what do you have to say read the story you have an opinion give an opinion before you read it yeah but I can't I can't you can you already have an opinion what do you think so far she's a little too old to be talking to somebody else's man but you know she's a cougar I don't care first of all she. you see how she said my husband <laughs> so it's not her husband okay my husband and i visit my mother-in-law house for dinner as we usually do and after dinner an old neighbor of hers stopped by her house i introduced myself and she sat in an empty chair by my husband initially she asked me if i wanted to switch seats but i let her know it was no problem we were a group of six all family and her and during her, their conversation she kept touching my husband's arm and grabbing him my mother-in-law, who she knew was sitting right next to her, she did not grab my mother-in-law's arm, but kept grabbing and touching my husband's arm. This didn't really bother me, as I thought, maybe she unconsciously does this to people. Who knows? I'm not really a touchy person. At the end, she was, at the end, she was leaving to ask for my husband's number, number and the exchange number. I just want to point out, she wasn't neighbors with my mother-in-law anymore. Her ex-husband is. From what I heard of her, she went through a nasty divorce, and at one point, her ex-husband had to call the cops on her because she hit him. She was very beautiful and still very young, 40s, and mentioned more than once she was living her best life. During her conversation, it seems like my husband and her had common work experiences. She mentioned she has a lot of, of different jobs. I confronted my husband, let him know that I felt my boundaries were crossed, and if it wasn't me, he would have thrown if actual fit my husband's a jealous guy but i'm not friendly with other men especially not enough to get my number out and told him if the shoes were on the other foot he would have been pissed could someone tell me i'm being ridiculous for being upset i'm not the jealous type and i don't feel like i was at first but i did feel some boundaries were crossed and i was pretty shocked at her actions as this was my first time meeting her I felt disrespected by her as well. How should I navigate my feelings in this situation? First of all, if another lady, you know, how 
how like she asked her do you want to sit by your husband i would have been like hey yeah i want to sit by my <laughs> husband but it was like a group of family so you I, know she felt like it was a threat i don't care you're not family unless unless they blood bro i won't like i don't care bro that's like saying nah mm -mm. Nah, I'm going to go sit. She asked me if I want to sit by my husband. I'm going to be like, yeah, because you know what? If she had sat by her husband, she would have avoided all of that. So you're blaming the... Um that wouldn't... No, I mean, I'm not blaming her, but I'm saying, like, first... And the other lady is wrong, too, because why the heck is she touching other people's mans? Mess around and get shot or something. Like, <laughs> some, some people don't play. Some people do not play about their man. Like, don't... Or, like, not get shot, but, like, you know, she'll, like, point it out, right? Some people will point it out right there. Like, why you why you keep touching mm -hmm. him? And then I'm also go on his, on, on him, be like, why you letting her touch you like that? Why are you not moving away? Why are you not, right. you know? Like, you could avoid this. Yeah. Come on now. You could have moved and came to sit by me, your wife. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Playing games. <laughs> and some somebody um, posted nine hours ago. I think she was being disrespectful disrespectful to you and the relationship it sounds like she was fishing for attention and you have every right to be upset by the double standards displayed by your husband i would have a conversation to establish boundaries and honestly what's the point of exchange exchanging numbers with that woman if it's work related maybe licked up on linkedin i agree like i'm not a jealous type i have never been put in a position where i had to be like the jealous type, you know, mm -hmm. like, but I know I'm capable of getting jealous. I'm not saying I'm not capable of getting jealous because, you know, I just, you know, I haven't been in a relationship where like, I feel like I have to be jealous, you know, mm -hmm. but then I'm just like, I have heard countless times is, is healthy for you to get jealous. You know, it's like, if you get jealous, then it means you actually want your man or, you know, like you attract your man or whatever. Mm -hmm. And if you don't get jealous when a different girl is hitting on a guy, then you don't really want that guy. That's what I heard. I'm a little, I'm a, I get a little jealous, but the person, you know, I don't gotta worry about that. Let me just say that right now. I don't gotta worry about that. So I'm good. The next, I'm, and I'm pretty sure like he, any guy. Any guy, like, in the future, like, you you got to get to know your person, bro. Like, that's why you can't be dating people not knowing them. Like, you know, date somebody knowing. If I act like this, they're going to do something about it. Because then it's like, you can't be surprised, you know. You didn't get to know me. You can't be surprised when you start doing some dumb stuff and then I, I, I react. I was watching a couple of dating um seminars on YouTube because um, I've run out of things to listen to sometime. And, you know, it's a Christian dating, so how it should be. And I came across this channel where this, is, I think he, he had a Russian accent, so he was like a Russian pastor or something. And they were just talking about um, dating, like the courting process. And, you know, they were talking about the difference between dating in courting and courtingship right uh -huh. so you know the difference is dating is you just there to have fun and courting is like you together for a future meaning you are together with the mindset of uh -huh. marriage 
and then so what he said was that stick with me was like i know this is like not related but it's like um long-term dating you know it's like you sh and then this is also works for the other video i saw where it said by six months a guy should know if he wants to marry you right mm -hmm. so like if you're dating a guy for six months and he hasn't expressed what his true imp intention is, right? Mm -hmm. Then, like, leave. Because by six months, he already know. Six months or less, he already know if he see a future with you. Mm -hmm. So, like you were saying, like, you have know your person. I'm just like, yeah, give them a timeline. Even if it's moving fast, like, watch out for those red flags. Watch out for those yellow flags. Don't just let everything slide under the bus. You, if you see something you don't like, you know. Mm -hmm. And also watch how he treats other people. Because, like, in this videos I watched, it was like, y'all are in the honeymoon phase, you know. Mm -hmm. So, like, right now he's just trying to get you, you know, trying to like, lock you down. But watch how he interacts with other people. Like, how he treats his family, how he treats his friends, how he treats strangers. That's how you're going to know his real self. Mm. And I thought that was really interesting mm. because I, sometimes I feel like we get caught up in that moment where we're just like, oh, we got it all figured out. He treats me good. He's buying me. He's this, mm. you know, taking me on trips and, you know, buying you all this stuff. <laughs> Turns out this dude is a liar. He out here <laughs> doing stuff like y'all really y'all be dumb as heck, bro. Y'all need to watch. Oh, yeah dating we're not talking about anybody specifically you're but, not yeah. <laughs> you said i'm not i'm not saying anything uh, <laughs> i mean like it, but it's it's serious it's like for real because like a lot of girls like they care about what the guy does for them mm -hmm. like especially like when it comes to materialistic stuff where it's like oh you know he's buying me this he's taking me here he's giving me money that's that's how i know he loves me this and this and that but it's all it's like f how does he treat you other than the mysterious materialistic stuff you know how is he with people how is he with you know mm -hmm. you know like it, it's not all about money it's not all about what he gives you it's not all about where he takes you you know because it, it's all for a short time and also like the money gonna run away it, he ain't that rich he gonna go <laughs> unless you get yourself a rich man oh know where that money's coming from too if, uh -huh. he, if, if he's constantly spoiling you it's constantly taking you out if he's constantly taking you on a a big extravagant trips uh -huh. where's where's this money coming from like? yeah and even if a guy has a savings account there's no like there's no guy who who thinks about his future who thinks about your future who will be using money like that you know guys who guys who think about all of that will use you, you know they'll spend money on you but they also be like you know i can't spend that much because mm -hmm. it's like you know yes i'm working and everything but some of it have to go to savings you know i'm pretty sure they got bills to pay you know so it's like it's all on a budget too and you can't be mad about it you know Unless you you one of them girls, I feel like we are at the age. Let me speak for myself. Like I'm 21, turning 22 this year, and you already turned 21, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. I feel like we are coming to that age where you feel like marriage is the end goal. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like we want marriage in the future or now, whatever. We want that companionship, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I feel like some girls feel like they're on a 
timeline, you know, like they're about to expire soon. So they have to get in a marriage or have to get in a relationship, have to do certain things mm-hmm. to meet that deadline that they have set for themselves. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm just like, I'm just chilling. Like there's no rush for me. I'd rather take it slow. Mm. and then marry later in life than be with the wrong person. I mean, it's not just girls. I see it a lot in our community, too, where it's just, like, people are rushing to get married, and it's just, like, for what? The magic number is 25. I'm saying, for what? Like, for what? Marriage is not easy. Marriage is not something that you just step into. You don't just marry just anybody. Y'all right. people be playing games over here, messing around and getting married to a guy who's going to kill you. Y'all playing games. <laughs> Like, you take your time with it. Get to know the person. Even if it takes, what, two years, three years, take your time. What is the point of rushing it? It's better, for me, it's better I take my time and get married and have a happy life than rush it and get married mm-hmm. and have a stressful life. I see somebody getting ma- I heard somebody getting married next year. Hmm. <laughs> we don't need divorces, okay? No divorces. Unless unless he beating you or something like that, or you you know, but but if you if you're getting into the marriage quick, you're getting into the marriage quick. I don't think the problem is getting into the marriage quick, cause there are people who get who gets in the marriage quick mm-hmm. and are happy, you know, mm-hmm. and you know because they have sound found the one or their soulmate, and mm-hmm. and God has blessed them with that. It's a matter of the one thing I heard. I listened to a lot of it. You know, I feel like an expert tonight. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me stop. Um, one thing most of these um, seminar had in common it was, don't look for chemistry. Chemistries mm-hmm. die. Mm-hmm. Characters do not. Don't look for those butterflies. <laughs> I ain't felt butterflies in a minute. It, like obviously, be attracted to the person you're gonna get mm-hmm. married, right? That that's the you don't want to wake up to somebody ugly every day, you know. <laughs> I seen this thing where it was just like, where it's just like, I don't know, something about, you know, I'll look for it. I'll find it. I took a screenshot. I know I did. So, like, yeah, be attractive to that person, but don't just look for chemistry. Also, be this person, yeah, better be good friends, you know, because Mm -hmm. some days you want to kill each other, but you have to remember why you love them, you know? Mm. So, I think it's just very important. Like, there's a lot of things. Like, guys, if you guys want me to send these seminars to y'all or, like, these videos on how to date as a Christian, um, let me know. I got a couple. <laughs> I got a couple. I cannot. Like, no, I like to be informed. And, you know, I like to be informed, especially dating um, this time of age is very difficult. And another thing I just want to touch, um, touch base before we go to our next um, podcast, our next um, episode, um, our next story. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sleep deprived. I'm crazy. My mind's going crazy. Um, knowing boundaries. Like I seen, I wasn't going to say a name, but um, one of the seminars I listened to on YouTube was by Jennifer and Alan Parr Relationship um video how to date as a christian i believe that was the title it talked about boundaries you know mm. and for me i thought it was really interesting and important because you know we were taught boundaries and all of that as africans you know like w- you know w- not taught but we were told 
when you get to that time of age, you know, respect yourself, respect your family, boundaries, you know? Mm. Remember, like, you're not really for yourself, but you're rep representing the people around you, right? Mm-hmm. And so this... Alan was talking about when he was courting his uh, now wife, talking about, you know, they will go out to dinner. Um, they'll come to watch a movie. You know, he made it. He made an effort to always drive from home. Right. Uh -huh. Even that doesn't matter what time it was. And this is a grown woman. Right. Like he always made an effort driving home because he, he knew it was very important um, to take her home at an appropriate time mm -hmm. and kind of respect that boundary because they didn't want to bring sex into that um, relationship because once they crossed that line, they were no, they're no longer going back, right? Mm -hmm. And then, because there were um, Christian people who served and loved God. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so he was like, dating as a Christian, you have to keep your body um, holy and remember it's a temple for God. And so it was like dating can be hard, you know. Mm -hmm. and he was in there because during that time, his wife I went to Washington D.C. for a job, and she was very career given at that time. And then he talks about females who are career driven, like yeah, be careful. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Which was funny because I'm like, damn, we really do need to be careful, but at the same time is do what's best for us, you know. When you're in a relationship, don't just go all in. You know, remember to respect yourself. Remember to have boundary for yourself. Uh, he was talking about don't do wifey duties without the titles. Mm -hmm. Don't go over to his house and cook if you're not his wife. You know, I'm not saying don't cook for him. Don't do none of that. You know, you can bring him food or you cook from home. But don't be at his house a lot, like all the time, cooking for him all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, now you are what? Doing wifey duties mm -hmm. without the title and that's where he will start disrespecting you you know mm -hmm. because he can start to walk over you and i thought this um this was very s interesting mm -hmm. in my opinion so yeah that's crazy mm. okay the next story i 25 female just learned that my fiance 27 male made a move on my sisters two years ago. My fiance and I have been engaged for almost a year and have been dating for seven years. Mm, big red flags. We are in the middle of the biggest fight we have ever had, and I'm beginning to question everything. I'm Ooh, hold up. <laughs> they were dating for seven years? Mm hmm. People just got time like that, bro. Maybe they dated from high school. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Because then, you know, that's believable. Cause, but then I don't believe in high school dating. Wait, high school, that's four years. And then three years for college. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. That's if they dated from freshman year. Mm-hmm. I was confiding my sisters four years younger than me and her boyfriend today. And she told me that two years ago, when she was living with us, that my fiancé put his hand on her thigh and was rubbing the back of her neck while they were alone together. The same day, she moved out of our house but never told me why until today. She had wanted to move out for some time and she moved in with her current boyfriend, so I didn't think much of it. Now we're engaged and four months away from getting married. This fight is making me zoom out and reevaluate slash question our entire relationship. I'm terrified that I might be marrying the wrong person. At the same time, he has been my best friend for seven years, 
and has always meant the world to me. But I think I love him more than he loves me, and I'm worried he might one day cheat now. I know that he has made a move on my sister in the past. I just want to get an outside perspective on the situation because my mind is all over the place and I can't even fully comprehend this news. Like, what if my sister wanted to do something with him instead of pulling away? Would he have cheated on me with my own sister? Please help me understand what is happening. She need to talk to her husband, first of all. Fiance. Or fian- whatever. Talk to him see what you know what the heck is going on mm-hmm. and if he denies it calls his sister and he still deny it it's like why would my sister make up something like that you know mm-hmm. but there are some weird sisters out there that probably will you know but like even then it's like just take a step back maybe cancel the wedding <laughs> and another <laughs> thing is a red flag well that's a red flag and then another thing there is no reason why a girl should be loving a guy more than he loves her. The girl in the Bible, it says the guy's job, he is to love his wife mm-hmm. and we are to respect them. So there's no reason the, a girl should be loving her man more than he loves her. So you saying just leave him at that point. So you say don't marry the one we love. I mean, you can love him, but he gotta. You gotta make sure like he love you more. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with like after, after you know he loves you, you respect him. You know, love, <laughs> love is made. But then it's like, you know, just if you can feel that you mm-hmm. love him more, and you like, let's say you talk to him about it, and you're like, hey, it feels like you know. I I love you, you know, whatever. Like I'm attractive to you, mm. like like mm-hmm. I love you more. You like you my sugar to you my know, honey. You, you love me less, whatever. If you feel like that, you talk to him, and nothing still changes. It's time for you to bounce. You shouldn't be loving him more than you. You should have a guy who loves you more than more than you. I agree. I was like, do you honestly? The first top comment it was like, do you honestly believe that someone who tried to cheat on you with your own sister? Hasn't cheated on you with a stranger or won't absolutely do it at the first chance he gets. Mm. I think that's a good um, take, mm-hmm. you know, because guys, it guys are easy dogs. If a woman is willing to throw themselves at them, they will take it. Yeah. Not all. I'm not saying all of yeah, them not will. All of them, but, but I'm saying majority of them will. It's easier for a girl to control herself mm-hmm. than for a guy. Because girls have bad conscience. That's what I realized. Even if we don't like that guy, we're still afraid to hurt him. Some of them. <laughs> some of them. Because I've seen some hoes out there. Some of them. You know, just like how some guys, you know, can control themselves, some girls can't. Mm-hmm. So it's all like, you know. You know, there's some that that's been in the game for so long, like it's hard for them to. It's leave. just like you know, like that, like one guy that I know, and probably one girl that I know. They just nasty, nasty. Yeah, they just let themselves, you know, lay Do I know down, that? lay with anybody. Hmm. Do I know that? I don't know. Do you know them? I don't know. I feel like I should, but I don't. I, then I know what's coming up my head. You know, that's where that's where you find some people are sex addicts. That's where you find like people out here. What is it? 
old, old guys over here sleeping with little girls mm. you know nasty and and it's just it's disgusting because it's like bro imagine your little sister is going through the same thing mm-hmm. you know you doing right now think me for me it's just like think about somebody their age would you like them go because i'm pretty sure some of them would not would not but you know people are stupid they probably would go to war with for their siblings yeah i'm so, they will go to war for their siblings but, be, will, but would do the same thing to somebody else's sister mm-hmm. which is just disgusting y'all need to mm-hmm. y'all need to repent mm-hmm. watch your seals y'all need to repent else y'all won't see heaven mm, period <laughs> there's a special place in hell for rapists <laughs> <laughs> that is that is wow um Next story. I have to beg my boyfriend to take showers. <laughs> <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> Continue. Y'all be exposing your man <laughs> for no reason. This was posted five hours ago. Yo. <laughs> she tired of it. <laughs> yeah, man. Continue. Throw away because my boyfriend, 22 male, is a vivid reddit surfer. Mm. Then you made a mistake. I, 23 female, have been dating my boyfriend, K, for eight months now. Mm. He's perfect in almost every way, and I couldn't ask for anyone better. Unfortunately, he struggles to practice proper hygiene due to neglect in his childhood. I tried to be understanding at first, but it's starting to gross me out. Now, before any of you begin to judge me, hear me out. I bought him shampoo, conditioner, body wash, washcloth, etc. He still refused to use them. Uh. I have to beg him to shower, and he gets really pissy because he he hates getting wet. Along with his already horrible body order, he works as a dishwasher at a big restaurant. You can imagine what that may sm- that may smell like. I'm growing really irritated at his childish reaction to me. Ask him to go take a shower. I know he wasn't taught it as a child, but I would think he educated himself. He makes me feel crazy for asking him to change clothes, shower, wash his hands, and I'm really concerned. I love him so much, and I don't want to end it over this. But I may not have a choice. I would have ended a long time ago. Uh. Hygiene is very important. Like, if you want to be around me, if we want to be something, you have to smell nice. I'm a perfume freak, okay? Like... I have a collection of perfumes. So you telling me your girl got to tell you to go take a shower? To go put some deodorant on? Deodorant. I'm going to be like, you know what? I deal with I deal with this. I deal with this with my brothers, my little brothers. I do not have time to mm-hmm. treat you like my little brother too. Mm-hmm. So please, go home. When they teach you what you're supposed to do, you can come, <laughs> you can come back. Back. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, hmm? <laughs> <laughs> that. Uh, next story. That is crazy. That huh? is crazy. Eight months is not that long. Walk away. Right. <laughs> Before you get to the, wait, they only be dating for eight months. Mm-hmm. <sighs> if you don't walk away, right? Like, like go, go find somebody who know, who knows how to use the shower. They don't have to beg to use the shower. Uh huh. Because, honey, if we're going out to dinner and you, and you stink, 
I don't got time for people to be looking at us side eyed. Okay. You wouldn't even leave the car, honey. Like, I'm saying I, I keep a deodorant in my car, and I use the men's deodorant. I'll give you a I, sure. I'm like, you need this. I'll keep your spare a spare cologne for you too if you need me to. <laughs> I cannot Talk. end the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> she said she's talked to him, right? So mm-hmm. she's communicated. He said uh, he don't want to get wet. Get wet where? <laughs> Get what he mean? He don't want to get the human body was made to get you got to clean yourself, you got to get wet to clean yourself. He don't want to get wet, he don't want to get. I think he's she said it's he may have been abused, could have been sexual abuse in the water, though. That's some dumb shit. The heck, you better go go take a shower. Maybe if you took a shower and smell like you, <laughs> top comment. <laughs> Grown men won't wash his own butt. Come on. <laughs> that choice has been made. He probably don't wipe his butt, too. Someone reply, yeah, maybe he needs therapy or something to get over his childhood trauma, but he doesn't get to subject others to suffering through his <laughs> recent order just because he doesn't have a good childhood. He's an adult and is responsible for that kind of thing, whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. Imagine Mokabamutima. It happens. Some deodorant on people. Put some perfume lotion on. Please. Let me know if you need any. I will save up. Make sure you get some. It's a dollar at one. It's a dollar at the dollar store. Sometimes, if you've been smelling for a very long time, that is not strong enough. I will make, I'll go. Uh, what it's batch shopping at Sam's Club. Mm. I made sure you good for a while. The heck? Yeah, y'all be doing too much. One day I'm going to start calling y'all out. Maybe if people call y'all out in front of people, y'all going y'all gonna to change y'all ways because I know some of y'all. Mm. Uh-huh. I'm like, mm, you stink. How you a girl and you stink? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Well, you going to have to. Uh. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> Huh? Uh. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> You're okay. Next story. My boyfriend is constantly getting upset with me for not answering calls. My twenty-five, me twenty-five female boyfriend, twenty-six male, and I constantly having that same fight about me not answering a phone call. My boyfriend calls me multiple times a day at random times, during the workday, during the evening, even at night. If I don't pick up, he gets upset. I usually apologize and explain what I'm doing, but he gets so mad. He says the only thing he asks of me is to answer the phone, but I can't help if I'm busy at that moment he called. He never texts and asks me if I'm busy or out somewhere, and he doesn't understand why I can't pick up if I'm watching a show or movie with my roommates. It's rude to ask to pause with multiple people for a three-minute conversation. One of the biggest fights, which he still brings up almost three years later, is when I didn't answer while watching a show. There were five minutes break of the episode and asked if I could call him back when it's finished because I knew we'll be able to be on a, we'll be on the phone for maybe 20 minutes. He got so angry that he didn't speak to me until 3 p.m. the next day. What do I do? 
why guys be acting like girls in relationships y'all never get it together oh my gosh yes they'll be having so much emotions and i'm like i forget who's the girl in this relationship mm -hmm. like you having the emotions i should be having i'm saying like i should be clinging i should be blowing up your phone i should be doing all of that huh. i was like don't do that that's not attractive at all uh -uh. that screams desperation i mean like i don't know so i i i'm really bad with like guys friends you know guy friends right uh -huh. like i want boy as boy as a friend right uh -huh. i i i tend to get better with having guys as friends and uh, you know s girls yeah too complicated for me like, it's hard dealing with my own self. Yeah, yeah, just too complicated for me. That's what I'm saying. Uh -huh. Um, So, whenever I try to be friends with a guy or we start being, you know, start a friendship, right? Uh -huh. It's hard because they end up catching feelings for me. They end up blowing up my phone almost every other day, calling me, doing all of that. And sometimes it's like, did I, did we get in a relationship that I'm not aware of? How often do you call them? not that often mm. like maybe once every two three weeks mm, they got issues i remember this one time i want i i started a friendship because i wanted to be friends this person started confessing their love for me and i was like this is awkward like really awkward mm. but it's how i go now <laughs> now we're no longer friends i cannot <laughs> i mean yeah, some guys are like a little too emotional for my taste. Yeah, if you start be a little too emotional and very unpredictable, I look. I don't know. I feel like I go looking for red flags. Mm. It's like if I catch a flag or something that triggers something, like I no longer find you attractive. Even if I found you attractive before, like I don't want nothing to do with you. Like that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, if I see the way you're treating your family, treating somebody, and I don't like it, it's like, mm, no. It's like, but the thing is, I'm working on not mentally clocking out. Uh -huh. Like, saying something and not just, like, leaving and leaving, like, point blank. Uh -huh. But I think it's a red flag for a guy to be that controlling. <clears throat> like, um, run, girl, run. Because... If he's controlling you like this before you get married, imagine when you live under yo, the same household. Yo, we try to tell that. Mm, let me mind my business. Tell it to who? Somebody. But what you is, know, what do they people do? love people love who they want to love. Love you know? is blind. I don't <laughs> give a crack. Guys, like ladies, 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 don't go into love being blind. Go with one eye open, okay? They be acting like what's in my call it? That man is it Bartholomew? That man that Jesus um that Jesus made see? They be acting like that. Man, it's like they see all of these red flags and they're just like, Oh my god. For it's them it's not red flags, it's pink flags. <laughs> Honestly. Um top comment. One of our biggest fights, which he still brings up almost three years later, is when I didn't answer while watching a show. Why are you still with someone who holds a three-year grudge over waiting five minutes? Mm. He is not mature, not stable, and not 
boyfriend material. Mm-hmm. And then there's an update. She was like, thank you all for the responses and advice. I think you are very valid in your resp- opinions. I plan to talk to him about this and see if it's fixable or not. Because, yes, it is controlling because it's causing me unnecessary anxiety. This should have been talked about it, but, you know. This shouldn't be an issue. Mm -hmm. It really shouldn't. Mm -hmm. They should have been talked about it, though. If it was bothering him and if it was causing a lot of arguments and stuff, they should have been been talked about it. That's just me, though. No, it's it's not. I think it's n- not just you. I think a lot of people think like that, because I'm that girl who always had boyfriend drama without the boyfriend. Mm. And you know when I'm starting a phase of talking to a guy, it's like I'm I'm a girl who gets attached quickly. And if I get attached, I get attached, right? Mm-hmm. I hate starting over with new people. So if I get attached, I'm attached. So um, one thing I don't like is when a guy before like you become official with a guy right you're uh-huh. just in the talking phase all of a sudden he wants to know your well whereabouts 24 7 trying to yeah i'm just like dude no. like no you know like yeah call and check up on me text me yes i'm okay with that where why are you, you? Got, right like why you gotta know where i'm at where why are you not home at this time you my daddy why are you still at the movies why are you still out with friends at this time why is your friend still over kick them out it's like what the hell it's like, huh. stay in your lane i'll be like even my dad is not like that and you you trying to be like that i'm like uh-uh. uh-huh. that's a red flag sonny uh-huh. like i'm a homebody all the way but like <clears throat> every now and then i would want to go out you know uh-huh. enjoy life and and you know go on a dinner or someone and something like that uh-huh. it's like if you are controlling now and with nothing imagine when we become something uh-huh. no money i leave i leave okay um third story i think it's the third i'm not keeping i'm not keeping track the next story Am I the a-hole because I called the cop on people having a wedding? I made this account so I can post here. I really feel like I'm not the a-hole here. But talking with a friend, I'm having doubt. My family owns a 300-acre cattle farm. My mother, stepfather, his parents all live on the farm, separate houses on the property. It's a beautiful farm. And last year, they had some folks ask us to use a certain part of the property for a wedding my stepfather my stepdad father owner of the farm agreed to let them have their wedding there he didn't charge them and told them to just clean up after spoiler alert they left a huge mess well a couple months ago another couple asked us about using the farm for a wedding february my stepfather told them no and i imagine it was because the last group not cleaning up fast forward to the present my mother stepdad and his parents traveled out of state last week to visit family and asked me to look after the farm for a couple of days. I was out and about checking stuff on the farm the second day I was there, and I saw a group of people. There was trespassing. Setting up chairs in a balloon arch. I texted <coughs> my stepfather and asked if he had changed his mind about them doing the wedding there, and he said he did not give them permission and make them leave. 
I went to the group and told them, told one of the guys setting up church that this was a private property and they didn't have permission to be here and leave. He said they couldn't leave because it's a wedding. I called the cops. It was a, it was a sugar honey iced tea show to say the least, but I feel like it was the right thing to do. I was talking to a friend this morning and she said it was incredibly a a ish her words, LOL, of me to call the cops on them on their wedding day. So Reddit, am I the a-hole? Mm-mm. They were trespassing. Yep. Not the a-hole. This is, the diff- this is no different than they setting up a wedding in your backyard. The property owner did not give them permission for a wedding to be held there. So I'm not really sure how else they expected this to pan out. And the person apply this farm is huge and the area they were in can't be seen from any of the houses on the property i just so happened to be out and about and saw them had i stayed in the house during that time i never would have saw them i assumed they were taking their chances nobody would catch them huh. damn edit so people are reading way too deep in what my friends said she said if it was her property, she would personally would have just let it go to not cause a scene. And because it's a wedding, the a-hole comment she made was lighthearted. And I didn't take it seriously. It's just me thinking, hmm, well, maybe I was an uptight a-hole and should have just let it go. People suggesting she's not a friend for saying what she said or suggesting I should stop being friends with her are out of touch. Mm-hmm. I mean... I feel like if it was me in that instant, I would have let the wedding go. And I was I would have sent them a nice bill. Because I'm like, we told you no, but you still did it anyway. So because I couldn't kick you out. Actually I, no, I would not have made a scene, but I would I made them pay a deposit. You feel me? Like uh-huh. like for you to continue with this wedding, pay this sum and I'll send you another invoice after the wedding's done. Uh-huh. Because you are trespassing. We told you no, and you still did it. So now pay up. You saved some money. Now you're going to give that money back. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they have really nice venues anywhere you can go. But groom hit us up for a lack of cash as a wedding gift. My partner and I recently were invited to a wedding for a work colleague. The wedding required both of us to take annual leave because it fell on a weekend, and we were both origin or originally be working we drove seven hours to our our accommodation organized a babysitter for the day and paid over 600 for said accommodation the wedding was amazing was clear every finite this detail has been considered the atmosphere was incredible food fantastic and location super beat but a week after the wedding my partner was sent a message from the groom asking where our wishing well contribution was wouldn't give one in my eyes, we have contributed enough by showing up and driving 600 kilometers, right? We drove 14-plus hours round trip with two kids under fire, recruited a babysitters, and paid over 600 bucks in accommodation alone. We were being asked where our wishing well cont- contribution was. Am I being unreasonable? Am I the uh, a-hole? For a wedding? mm and this is a work colleague. It's not like your best friend. It's not like family. It's a work colleague. But even then, like, you invited me to your wedding. I decide if I come or not. <laughs> and then it's like, if I have to spend money to come to your wedding, 
you know i shouldn't have to give you a yeah i shouldn't have to give you a I, gift. And if i give you a gift it's something that comes from my heart it shouldn't be something mm-hmm. that you yeah. asked me for yeah i seen earlier this year week i was reading i'm into weird stuff i um i read something about a bride was asking the bridesmaid to pay that thousand dollar to contribute as a wedding gift I towards would. the dress because she couldn't afford a dress she wanted. I would not. I'd be like, you can find somebody else to do it as a wedding gift, a thousand dollars on top yeah. of everything else she was already doing for the wedding. Nah, for real, I, I might do that because then you know, if if you start asking Africans for money, nobody gonna show up to your wedding. They won't show up. I'll do it for everybody except for the family. That way it could be a small wedding. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you never know. Some people do and will show up because they will show up. So. Uh, uh-huh. And then. <clears throat> tell comments say, Ask why they couldn't find it. It was cash. And it should be there. Heck, it was like a thousand dollars in fifties. You can't find it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> Ah, he was like, um, someone else replied, my brother-in-law had the opposite happen at his wedding. Saw a friend put an envelope in the w- wishing well. When they went to open them, they w- his wasn't there, but they had an em- an empty envelope left over. Oh, <coughs> Like something. <laughs> like what? Tell me. Don't start something, I'll finish it. I feel like if you're going if you're going to put some in the envelope, please let it be more than $20. Do not oh maybe $10. I know for watching my college engagement, when we I mean not engagement by the shower, we'll open gifts. People put in $1 in that envelope. You lying. I saw multiple $1 in one envelope. The way that I was irritated, <laughs> you might as well kept that $1. It could have helped with that change. Uh, bye. <laughs> uh. Okay. <laughs> oh. Roommate stopped contributing, so we left them nothing. Uh. This happened during my junior year of college. I, Claire, live with five other women. I'll call them Abby, Broke, Danny, Ella, and Friend. Broke? Brooke. Oh, I heard Brooke. I was about to say, <laughs> dang, girl. When we, were, when we signed the lease on the house, we agreed to a one-year deal, June 1st to May 31st. The house was signed, was off campus and unfurnished, so we f- needed things to make it feel like home. Prior to moving in, we all sat down and decided what we needed for the house and who was going to bring what and also settle on a chore schedule. We also decided that we have a household supply fund set up so we can buy things we all would use like toilet paper, paper towels, dish detergent, and laundry detergent. As it turned out, Danny, L, and Francisca and I bought most of the stuff we needed, like a couch, small dining room table, dishes, silverware, dining glasses, cookware, food storage containers, etc. Things went pretty well during fall semester. Shortly after that, however, things started to decline. Abby's boyfriend, Andy, basically moved in with us, and the two of them started acting like they owned the place. Left a dirty dish in the sink. They leave a passive-aggressive note about how rude it was to do that. Come home after the library closed at midnight. 
Abby and Andy went to bed at 10, and if they woke, if you woke them up, they will hail to pay. Pretty soon, broken old boyfriend Brad was acting in much the same way. By early February, it was clear to Danny, Elle, Fran, and me that we did not want to leave Abby and Brooke another year. The four of us found a different off-campus place in San Elise. We let Abby and Brooke know, and from then, the two of them plus their boyfriend went from practically jerks to complete jerks. They do things like stuff the clothes dryer mid-wash, take our clothes out, dump them on the floor, and start their own laundry. They use up all the hot water by taking super long showers. They write return to senders on our mail. They destroy flowers our boyfriend sent or brought to us. They refuse packages. They stop contributing to the shared supplies fund and stop doing chores. About a week before Memorial Day, Ella got a call from the landlord on our new place and the previous tenant had moved out and we could move in as early if we like a no charge. Danny, Elle, friend, and I discussed it and decided to get our current house ASAP but didn't tell Abby and Brooke of our plans. Memorial Day weekend rolls around and Abby, Brooke, and their boyfriend head out of town to go camping while the, rev the rest of us put our plan into, into action. With the help of friends, Danny, L, friend, and I got all of our stuff moved out. And when I say all, I mean all living room furniture, dining room furniture, dishes, silverware, cookware, food storage containers, baking supplies, shower curtain, rugs, lamp, vacuum, broom, dustpan, etc. We also needed that since neither Abby nor Brooke had contributed to share household supplies since March. The toilet paper, paper towel, dish detergent, laundry detergent, and so forth was ours, so we took all of that too. Abby and Brooke and their boyfriends were shocked to return from their camping trip to an empty house. What made our petty revenge even sweeter was that on their way home from the camping trip, all four of them got food poisoning and were really, really sick. The scattering texts we got from about moving out unannounced and taking all shared household good, especially the toilet papers, priceless. Danny, L, friend, and I are great friends still. Get a good laugh about the situation 12 years later. None of us have heard from Abby or Brooke since graduation. Mm. Let me read the top comment before we start talking about it. Diarrhea and vomiting with no toilet paper or paper towels. Awesomeness. <laughs> They do. They should be doing it how we did in Africa. Grab some water. Not if it's the liquid kind. Of. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. I cannot. Oh my gosh, y'all, it's crazy. What do you think? I feel like that's that's petty. That is very petty. I don't know. That's very petty. I can see you doing it. <laughs> what you mean? You can see me doing it. I can it. see you doing it. Really? Mm -hmm. You think I'm that petty? Yes. <laughs> yes. I could see myself doing it too. Not gonna lie. I'm not. I think I have gotten away from being petty though. I think mm. like I have. Mm -hmm. I have. Um, you have what? I can't say matured. I have. I have matured away from petty. Ness. Mm. Ness. Well, you better than me because I would have done the same thing. I mean, if you, if you, if, first of all, 
if you bring your boyfriend and start acting some sort of way? No, no. I'm talking about if somebody else brought their boyfriend in some. Not me. Oh. Not me. And I was using we're that as an example. Find our own place to work. I mean, we're going to find our own place. Mm, boss. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Not going to be living with no boy. Ah, well. That reminds me of a dream that I had, bro. I will talk about it off the mic. This week. We'll talk about it off the mic. I cannot. Unless you want to talk about it on the mic. Mm-mm. Ain't none of y'all busy. Well, guys, I think it's a great time. Yeah. Unless you want to. Let's do a paranormal read before uh-uh. we go. No. It's it's not crazy. Immediately, no. Immediately, it's not crazy. no. It's not crazy. No. I think we can do it next time. Earlier. We Earlier? Can it, we can do it next time. You don't want to see anything when you're driving home? No, I do not. <laughs> no, I do not. Okay, y'all. I think it's a great time to stop. It looks like we all getting tired. And we want to give you guys the best contact. And I feel like we can't give you the best contact if we're not mentally stable or mentally here. You mm-hmm. feel me? So I think right now is a great time to stop because our little co-host is dozing off. I don't want you guys to start hearing her snore. I don't snore. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. The last two podcasts were heavy extremely heavy (laughs) (laughs) and boy this is a change of scenery all right so anyways uh, before i forget rose you have anything Mm -mm. any announcement you'd like to share no before i forget guys go follow us on instagram go subscribe on our youtube channel we will start releasing videos out before the end of this year that's our deadline and uh, if you <laughs> what's funny? Nothing. Continue. Um, we are looking for a person who work with an- animation, um, intros and stuff like that. Hit me up if you know somebody or if you are that somebody. Let's talk. You know, I want to start working on in- YouTube intros so we can get something out to you guys. But you guys have a blessed day. Stay wonderful. Stay blessed. To Passy Time out.